EarthBreeze Eco Sheets look just like a dryer sheet, but it's ultra concentrated, liquidless laundry detergent. EarthBreeze is tough on stains and odors while being kind to the planet and your skin. EarthBreeze Eco Sheets are dermatologist tested, hypoallergenic, and free of bleach, dyes, and parabens. There's also a fragrance free option. EarthBreeze got rid of unnecessary chemicals for a formula that is kind to sensitive skin of all ages, including babies. No more heavy lifting or measuring sticky blue goo from a massive plastic jug. My favorite thing about Eco Sheets is how easy they are to use. And I guarantee you, once you start using them, you'll never go back. Right now, my listeners can receive 40% off EarthBreeze just by going to earthbreeze.com slash radio headspace. That's earthbreeze.com slash radio headspace to cut out single-use plastic in your laundry room and claim 40% off of your subscription. earthbreeze.com slash radio headspace. Headspace Studios is supported by Factor. Y'all, eating better is so much easier with Factor. These ready-to-eat meals are fresh, never frozen, chef-made, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. And they've got something for everyone, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to really make it your own. It's easy. They're delicious. I recommend it. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. So head to factormeals.com slash headspace50 and use code headspace50 to get 50% off. That's code headspace50 at factormeals.com slash headspace50 to get 50% off. Headspace Hi, welcome to Friday and to Radio Headspace. It's Dora here, just in time for the weekend. So recently, I've been thinking about a story my teacher shared with me in class. And it's the story of the two wolves. Maybe you've heard it before. It's about a Cherokee grandfather teaching his grandson about life. He shares that there's a fight within all of us. A terrible fight between two wolves. One is evil and angry, and the other is good and filled with joy, peace, hope, and serenity. So the grandson asks, well, which wolf wins? And the grandfather replies, the one you feed. It's a relevant story for me because lately, I've had a bit of an internal debate going on. Except in this situation, the wolves are intuition and fear. On one side, there's my intuition. It drives me to try new things, go new places, and push myself creatively. And on the other end is fear nipping at every new thing my intuition is pushing me towards, telling me I shouldn't try that new thing, or I should go where I'm familiar with, and that I should stay within the boundaries of my comfort zone creatively. But as the grandfather said to his grandson, winning an internal struggle is about which side you feed. And lately, I think I've been feeding my fear. So today, let's talk about intuition and fear. 
when to follow one, when to follow the other, and how to start feeding what's actually helping you. I remember when Headspace had offered me the opportunity to work full-time and move to L.A. And I'll be honest, I was afraid. It's a big thing, moving to a different country, leaving your family and friends behind. I mean, all the things. And yet, there was this knowing that was louder than my fear that this was the right thing for me to do. The thing is, leading up to this big decision, I had been making smaller decisions in my life that allowed me to trust this big decision that I was making and follow my intuition. Like choosing to wake up earlier, spending more time in nature instead of on my phone, having difficult but necessary conversations, even leaving a long-term relationship and finally moving out. Feeding and nurturing that woof that symbolizes joy, peace, and happiness. Instead of feeding the woof that's filled with anger, resentment, and pride. So when the time had come for me to say yes to this life-changing opportunity, it was almost like the snowball effect of strengthening my intuition made this a no-brainer. When people would ask me if I'm ready or if I'm afraid or when my mom would try to talk me out of it, I had this unwavering faith and trust that this was the best decision for me. And now, two years later, I fully believe it was. Most of the time, we question whether or not to trust our intuition when it comes to bigger decisions. Ending or beginning a relationship, moving, working, things of that nature. But we neglect the fact that it plays such a huge role in our everyday lives. And by paying attention to our intuition on a small scale over small stake decisions, we'll be better prepared for when we have to make a really big decision. This extends to little things like taking a different route to work, sparking a conversation with a stranger, or ordering something new at your favorite restaurant. If we can feed our intuition on these small things and fight our fear, We'll be better prepared for when fear creeps in on the big stuff. And by the way, I'm not saying that getting rejected by a stranger or eating dinner you don't love aren't a big deal, but they are manageable. It's these small moments that help us strengthen our intuitive muscle. And honestly, strengthening our intuition can be such an empowering process. We have a choice in each and every moment to choose what feels good for us and what feels right. But I will say, it's important to remember that fear is important. It serves a purpose. It's a primal instinct. But it can also skew our perception of reality. We can go into the zone of fight or flight over things that most definitely don't require fight or flight. And we can reduce this, I'll say, impulsive reaction sometimes by training the mind. In doing so, it gives us the ability to subdue that knee-jerk reaction or shot of adrenaline that's released and consider what we really want and what risks we'd actually like to take. As a mindfulness teacher, I can say with unwavering confidence that the best decisions are the ones that are made from a place of equanimity, from a place of groundedness and centeredness. And this is often the same place that we can access our intuitive nature. Our intuition is not one of logical reasoning. It's a feeling, it's a hunch, a nudge, a thread that we follow with a sense of trust, knowing and having faith that wherever we're being led is meant for us. Similar to awareness, it's something that we all have access to. We're all born with the ability to be intuitive, 
It just depends on what wolf you feed. So my invitation for you, if you've been wanting to connect with your intuition more when making decisions, is to look at your everyday life. Examine all the small decisions and choices you make and start to build that intuitive muscle. So just something to think about and explore. I will leave it here for today, friends, but I appreciate you being here and taking the time to listen. Be well and take care.